Hey, podcast listeners. I'm very excited for this episode. It's going to be a little bit different. If you're watching video on YouTube or if you're watching on Spotify, you'll be able to tell I'm not in my office right now. I'm actually in my living room. I got my dog Peach next to me. And I want to get a little bit personal with you guys and tell you about some of the things I've been going through. It's not that big of a deal. Everyone has different things that they've struggled with. And mine in all the grand scheme of things is not that big of a deal, but it's been important to me. So I want to tell you guys something I've been struggling with for like the last, I'm going to have my phone out as well, just so I can keep track of my story because this is a little bit more personal and more vulnerable situation. So hope you don't mind me just looking at my notes about what I wanted to make sure I said to you guys. Um, we got Peach just checking to see if any of the cars outside are evil. If you can't see on video, Peach is my golden doodle. She's about four years too. So honestly, this started when you came into our lives, Peach. Has nothing to do with her. But anyways, I'm going to just try to do this a little bit more informally. That's why I'm in a different situation, just to try to get my mind in that state. And yeah, uh, I'm hoping this is going to be a little more casual. Believe it or not, Talking into a microphone and into a camera does not come natural to me. Like, um, you guys probably believe it. You're like, Avery, you stammer all the time. Yeah, I'm an introvert, and doing this video and audio thing is difficult for me. It's something I do because I want to help as many people as I can, but it doesn't come super natural. So I hope you guys can uh, just be patient with me um, as I do this. Okay, here we go. So this show, the Data Career Podcast is basically dedicated to helping people land their first day of job, to pivot into the industry, to change a career, to land the role that they're like really excited about, that they want to do for the rest of their lives, you know, make more money, have more flexibility, be in a role that they actually enjoy, right? And that's something that was, I was going through the exact same journey as you were like seven, eight years ago. I, wa I hated my job as a chemical lab technician and I wanted to break into data analytics. And I remember struggling to describe it to my wife or my wife's family. I, want, I remember one time my wife's grandma was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I think I kind of want to do this like data thing and be like a mathematician. She's like, don't be a mathematician. Mathematicians don't make money. And I didn't, I honestly didn't even know what a data analyst was. I just knew that I loved programming. I loved automation and I loved data. I just didn't seem so clear in hindsight, but I didn't even really know what the roles were. You know, we've talked about there's multiple roles. I didn't really know what the roles were. I remember how stressful it was trying to go to the library and find the right books to get or just go online and try to find the right resources. Keep in mind, there was no 90 episodes of the Data Career Podcast. Alex, the analyst, at this time, hadn't even become an analyst, so he was just Alex. Like There was a lot less free resources or even paid resources than there are today. And so I went to the library and tried to find the right books. I remember applying to job after job and getting rejection after rejection, just like some of you guys are getting right now. Uh, but that was seven or eight, eight years ago, right? And that's something I feel very confident in now. I'm a great data analyst. I know how to land a data job. And so that's why I do this podcast. That's why I do the boot camp to try to help people do, do what I did, but do it better and do it faster, right? I try to take all the knowledge and experience I had, package it all up into an episode or into a podcast or into a boot camp 
and help you guys do it faster. That's my goal. But that doesn't mean that the last, you know, six, seven years, I haven't had challenges because I've had lots of challenges and I've, I do different things now, right? Obviously, I'm not trying to become a data analyst for the first time. But one of the things that I've struggled with for the last four years is my weight. It's something that's been pretty hard for me because I grew up, a lot of you listeners probably don't know this, but I grew up like an athlete. I played soccer from age three to age 21. I played in college. I played for the University of Utah. I played club competitively. I played in the Olympic development program, which is basically like the track to become a, uh, a player for the United States soccer team. I was never really that close. I never like was in like the top 30 players, but I was pretty close to like the top 150 players in the country about my junior, sophomore, junior year of high school. I led this, the state of Utah in goals. I won two state championships in high school. I was captain of my high school team, captain of my club team. I grew up playing soccer quite a bit, and I was obviously in soccer shape. And then I served a two-year mission, and then I went to college, so on and so forth. And uh, I was never really in the exact same shape as I was in high school, but who is, right? I mean, like, I'm not expecting to be in the same shape. But when COVID hit, I don't know what happened. I just, like, my weight kind of went up inexcusably. I've always been pretty much addicted to chocolate and sugar, chocolate specifically. And I think back in my younger days, I mean, everyone probably has experienced this. You can eat what you want and it's fine. But as you grow up and become more of an adult, you can't. And so I basically gained about 35 pounds at the beginning of COVID. And I've tried to lose it since. Uh, And specifically about a year ago, I sat down and I was like, Avery, you got to lose 35 pounds next year. I said that is my goal. And I'm not going to use any of my specific weights, not because I'm not okay sharing, but I just don't, I'm nervous to share because I don't want to make anyone feel bad. They're like, oh, you know, Avery's like, I don't want to say fat, but Avery's overweight weight is actually like my target goal. And like, we're all different heights. We're all different, everything. I'm not like a super health expert. So I don't know all the, that stuff, but I'm, I'm trying not to use my actual weight and I'll just try to talk about the differences. Um, but I was like, okay, hey, I have to lose 35 pounds. And I set that goal for 2023. Not only did I set that goal, I set it as like my chief goal. Like basically as uh, every year I try to set like two, one to two main goals um, that I like, I really want to accomplish and everything's kind of centered around that. And so in 2023, one of my goals was to become a dad. I mean, that was already kind of planned to be honest, like my wife was already pregnant. So I knew that was going to happen, but I wanted to become a good dad and I'm still working on that. But my second goal was to lose these 35 pounds. And so like, those were like my only two goals basically. Out of everything in my life, that's what I wanted to accomplish this year. And so I start off in January. And many of you guys, you know, you might be setting your goals right now for the next year. And you might be thinking, man, like, I want to become a data analyst. I want to break into the data analytics field this year. This is my year and I'm going to do it. And you might be listening to this close to January. And that's where your momentum's high. You're pumped up, right? And so uh, January of, of this last year, I was like all really excited. I was like, here we go. I'm going to lose these 35 pounds. And so I actually joined a program. You guys can check it out. Maybe we'll put a link in the description down below. It's called Men and Women of Discomfort. And it's a different type of group. It's actually not even really a weight loss group. 
It's just like you do hard things in this group together. And I joined this group, and they have a very strict regimen of what you can and can't do, what you can and can't eat, and how you act as a member of this community. And I joined this community, and everything was going good until my wife and I were going to a all-you-can, I guess it's all-you-can-eat buffet all the time. It's an all-inclusive resort in Cancun, Mexico. We've been planning this for a while. And it's, if you're trying to lose weight, going to an all-inclusive resort is probably not the best place to do it. Now, and that's not necessarily true, but it was a little bit too much for me to bargain. And so I kind of just got off my really disciplined path and I was like, ah, eh, I messed up. So I guess I'll just stop this program. So I stopped doing this program. And at the time, I had probably already lost like five pounds in about a month. I stopped doing this because I gained my five pounds back by going on vacation. And then I was like, it's over. I give up. And then basically February through May, I was still trying to lose weight, but not in this program because the program was like too much for me. It was like, I don't really want to do in the program. I can do by myself. I don't need to pay a hundred bucks a month for this program. I don't need them. I've got this on my own. And so I was trying to do things on my own. And basically by doing things on my own, <laughs> I wasn't actually, but I was like going to the local gym. That wasn't really working. And so I signed up for F45, if you've ever heard of it. It's like a, I don't want to call it a private gym, but it's group, group training classes that are very intense. It's 45 minutes of really hard hits, high intensity, high intensity interval training, uh, a lot of weightlifting, a lot of burpees, a lot of cardio. That wasn't really doing anything. I saw a doctor. Uh, the doctor was like, yeah, eat 200 grams of protein. I was eating 200 grams of protein. Would you have ever tried to eat 200 grams of protein? It's pretty hard to do. It's like a ton of protein. My buddy was saying this thing. My trainer was saying this other thing. And I just wasn't really losing that much weight. I, was, I probably lost the five pounds again, but I wasn't really, I got kind of to a plateau and couldn't really get past the plateau. Maybe even the plateau was like, 10 pounds, maybe even. I don't know. But I couldn't get past that 10 pounds. In May, we welcomed a baby to the world. And that's like a whole nother thing that just throws your schedule off, throws your stress levels off. So I was probably up, up and down on that. And I actually, I actually could look. I keep track of my weight. I weigh myself every day. And so I could actually probably look and tell you on what day how much I was weighing and what was going on. But after May, the summer came around. And then we're going on trips. We did back-to-back -back trips with my wife's family. We did another trip with my family. Then my wife and I later in the year did a road trip in an RV for 10 days. It was a lot of fun, but it's hard to lose weight on trips because you're eating out. You're not really in your exercise routine, right? And so I really wasn't making any progress. And this is about until, this is the end of September is when we did that RV trip. So it's basically been nine, 10 months and I've lost a little bit of weight, but not really. And I can't get past this plateau. Oh, I forgot to even mention that we signed up for a meal plan where we were getting healthy meals delivered to our house twice a week. And I was eating those for lunch and dinner. These are like supposed to be like the healthiest things you can eat in Utah, right? And so I was doing all this stuff. I was even paying a lot of money at the time, but it didn't really matter. It was, I just was trying all these different things, and I wasn't really seeing any results at all. Like I said, I was about that five to seven to 10 pound range on that goal of 35. So in October, I'm like, crap, I'm not actually getting where I want to be. And I felt mad because I was like, I put on this effort. Every day I've gone to the gym, I've tried to eat healthy and I just wasn't making any progress. And you might feel like this in your data career journey. You're like, I'm applying, I'm on Coursera, I'm learning the skills, I'm on data camp, I'm learning all these skills, 
but I'm nowhere closer to my goal than I was in January. And that's a really frustrating feeling. It makes you want to give up, right? Because, and, and the answer of why it was happening, we'll cover here in a second, but I was just getting distracted. Any progress I was making, I'd like go on vacation and lose all my, my skills. That's the equivalent for you guys. But I would eat a lot and then I would, you know, take a week off and then I'd get back into it. I was just being super inconsistent with everything. And then fast forward to today, I'm recording this on December 19th and uh, I've lost 33 of those 35 pounds. And that has all happened since October, basically. And so how did I lose 80% of my weight goal in 20% of the time? Because my weight goal was, like I said, 35 pounds. I had lost like five to seven of it originally. But how did I lose the remaining? I still have two pounds left, by the way. I'm not done with my goal. So I'm recording this a little bit earlier. But hopefully by the time this is published, I've hit my goal. Okay? How did I lose 80% of the weight in 20% of the time? And if you're familiar with the Pareto Principle, you'll know that there's that 80-20 number that's pretty magical. That really, 80% of results come from 20% of the effort. And that Pareto principle is a data principle and actually holds true in your data career as well, okay? You're struggling. 80% of what you're doing is not getting you anywhere. But 20% of what you're doing will actually get you 80% of the results. And for me, and for you in your journey as well, I think, there's three key things that you need in order to actually reach your goals. And the way that I reached my goal as well. Number one is accountability, number two is community, and number three is a clear path. And so what happened in October was I realized, crap, I can't do this on my own. I tried, it's been 10 months, I put in a good effort, but I, I can't do it anymore, right? And uh, I need some help. So I actually signed back up for the program I was in January, and I actually committed to it. I was like, I, I'm going to do it, I'm going to see the whole thing through. So I signed up for it, and what they do really well in this, in this group is they have accountability, they have community, and they have a given path. So actually every day, twice a day, I check in with them and I say what I'm doing, what I'm eating, if I'm following their plans, all that good stuff, right? Number two is I get to watch other people around me do it. So for example, I have a lady in my group whose her name is Deanna and Deanna's awesome. She's about 65 or 70 and has some serious health issues. And I'm telling you that this program is really hard. We fast for 16 to 18 hours a day for about three months straight. We work out for an hour a day. We do breath exercises. Every Saturday, we have a pretty intense challenge that's very difficult. And Deanna, who has these health conditions, you know, she's 65 plus, she's doing them and she's reporting on them. I'm like, oh my gosh, if Deanna can do it, I can do it too. Because look at Deanna, she has these health problems and she's kicking butt. And it really inspires me. And everyone else in my group really inspires me to actually watch and see what they're doing and the things they're going through. Like, their parents like me and they're having issues with their kids and they're battling through it. They're not letting the stress get to them. That's so inspiring to me. And like actually saying, hey, I tried this tip or I tried this trick. This worked for me or didn't work for me. You should try it too. Just like the community and the people around me all doing the same thing. Because I think that was the thing for me is I was doing the things, but I was really lonely doing it. And maybe this is me getting a little bit too vulnerable. I love my life and I love everything I do and I'm proud of the life that I've created for myself. But I work from home, I work for myself, and my company is pretty much just me. And so I get to hang out with Peach, my dog, and my wife, and my newborn baby, and my family and her family, because we live close to them. But that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't really do social things. I don't really get out of the house that much. So I think I was just lonely doing these hard things. It's really hard to lose weight. It's really hard to become a data analyst. And I think just doing it by myself was like, 
I was just kind of bored and lonely. And this group's giving me people that I can hang out with and I can talk to and understand, hey, I'm not alone in this journey. I'm actually like doing it with friends. But I didn't know any of these people beforehand, but I'll, I'll call them friends. And the last thing is the given path. The given path basically means I don't think, I don't make choices anymore. I do what they tell me to do. And so I fast for 16 to 18 hours a day. I do the hour workout. I'm, I only eat fruits, vegetables, meat, a sweet potato, and rice. Those are the only things I eat. I don't have to question it. I don't have to wonder, oh, should I eat this or should I eat that? Nope. It's very clear spelled out. And what that does is like takes so much decision fatigue off of my brain. It's like, this is the path. Follow the path. You'll get results. So I check in often. I have friends now that are doing the path with me. And there's a very clear path of what exactly I should do. And those three things have been the secret ingredients that have helped me lose my weight. That's it. Those three things. It seems so simple. I really, honestly, beforehand, I was working out an hour a day. I was trying to fast. I was doing it inconsistently. I tried to even, like, have my friends, you know, lose weight with me or work out with me, but their schedules weren't really working. I thought I had a path. Like, I developed my own path. But the combination of all these three things being in community has made all the difference for me. And it made it so I got it done. You know, for a while when I was trying to lose weight, I was doing all these actions, but I wasn't getting results. I was kind of like a chicken with its head cut off running around in circles. Trying this, trying that. You know, keto this, intermittent fasting that. Eat butter, eat only meat, eat only fruit till noon. It was like so many different things. And it was like, what actually works? And now it's very clear it works. And I get stuff done. I'm losing my weight. So when you're struggling to make progress in any big journey, like for instance, losing weight or trying to land your first day to job, these three ingredients of accountability, community, and given path, it's money, you guys. It's the way to do it. It's so much better when you do it with friends, when you're accountable to other people, and there's a very clear path to follow. And I encourage you on your data journey to find these, okay? If you haven't already, find these three ingredients and you'll be able to land a data job quicker, more fun, and faster, okay? Uh, we'd love to have you inside the Data Analytics Accelerator. That's what I tried to do by creating this bootcamp that basically gives you friends to do it with, gives you accountability to check in with our community every week, and also gives you the exact path to follow. Just follow the lessons, do what we say, boom, you'll get a job, right? We'd love to have you inside the Data Analytics Accelerator. But you don't have to do it inside of my bootcamp. There's other programs that I'm sure that have those things. I don't, I don't know those bootcamps, you know? I'm, I'm sure there's groups that you could do this stuff with. I know for a fact the Data Analytics Accelerator does these three, but you could do it elsewhere. Just find it, though, okay? If you're curious about our boot camp, you want to learn more, I have a link to the webinar down below. Watch the webinar. You can watch it on your own time. It's about an hour long. I'll go into some really awesome things that you can do to land your first data job. Then I'll give you some information about the boot camp, why I think it's a good fit, how we include accountability, how we include community, and how we include the given path. And you'll understand, you'll leave understanding the boot camp a lot better. So thank you guys for listening to my little soapbox today. I hope you guys don't mind me uh, maybe talking a little bit more vulnerable. I'm actually going to have a poll on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, let me know if you liked this episode and if you liked the more chill version of me that's trying to be a little bit more personable and more relaxed. Let me know if you guys liked Peach sitting next to me, my dog. But thanks for listening and thanks for hearing my, my 2023 experience of, of losing those pounds. And I hope it is useful for you in the next year and the year beyond that in reaching your goals, specifically landing your first data job. Uh, as always, talk soon.